Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that is in completely uncharted territory. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. I don't... I have never seen this episode, nor any other episodes yet to come in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Here we are. We're out on the sea, mapless. What are those things you use for sea navigation? (laughs) Hextants? We don't have those! (laughs) Compasses. Compasses. Uh, Maybe you use a hextant or a sextant? One of those, yeah. Or like a telescope. Telescopes. That'd be great. We have none of these things. Zero. No, none of them. Here there be dragons. Yep, 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 yep. So this is season seven, episode two, Beneath You. Original air date, October 1st, 2002. Michaela, I need to inform you of a couple things right up front here that you are not fully appraised of. Oh boy. first, the previously on for this episode is a minute and 45 seconds long. What in the hell? It drags on for fucking ever and i'm like what are we doing (laughs) and then thing number two which is related to thing number one good dick all happens this episode straight up i didn't have a bad time but nothing goes on no that's accurate so they managed to have one of the longest previously ons ever for one of the most forgettable episodes (laughs) of this show i think we have come across yet wow that's a I mean, I guess forgettable is a different yardstick than, say, something that you actively hated or oh, made no, you no, feel no. insane. <laughs> I enjoyed this episode. You know, yeah. the entire way through. Well, some parts of it drag a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, some parts of it are really weird. And maybe if you're the writer who's like, ah, this is some good nonsense. You're getting a lot out of it. But like <laughs> me, I'm like, I don't, I'm not really following a lot of the things Spike is saying. And I can sort of get the feeling. But like, it goes on for a really long time. It's a long time. I did not remember that it was this long. I'm like, man, he's still just being, he's saying all these wacky things. Wacky is not the right word, but... Yeah. Oh boy. And it just keeps on going and you're like, okay, uh uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, again, around that, it's like, it's a pretty enjoyable experience. Just at the end of it, you're like, wow, shit, nothing happened there. Nothing at all. There was like a revelation or two, but things that like the episode didn't have to be centered around. Yeah, and last time on this very podcast, you were like, well, we're going to figure some stuff out about Anya or see what she's up to, right? Like in a bigger way, expand on what she's up to. And I think that's like, that's a fair way of framing this episode. It's not 100% true. And honestly, like, I did not expect this episode to have so much spike in it. (laughs) Like, it did not prepare me for how very little Anya appears in this episode. Yeah. Because she's in maybe five minutes of screen time. But it's the crux of the, like, demon portion of the episode. Yeah. She's involved in things. I agree with that. She's not, like, on screen, though. No, but, like, when I look at the episode description and it tells me that it's about the demon thing Anya turned a scorned x into whatever right then i'm like oh okay i remember the like parts of that that anya has to do with and then i don't really think about what else is gonna happen because i'm not sure what else does 
so yes, the yeah. IMDb description says, A giant worm-like creature begins stalking a young woman. As the gang begins to investigate, they realize its appearance in Sunnydale may be linked to Anya. Well, and exactly, right? Yeah. And so then as like a quick like refresher from my brain those that's the like plot thread i remember and so i'm like oh yeah this must be about anya no 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 so this is an episode where a character is gonna get introduced but first we're starting off as all episodes in this season (laughs) with a character getting stabbed a young girl running from some cultists and getting stabbed and i have called her potentially punk oh very nice Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, she's German, so. There is some heavy German <laughs> electronic music playing through this like, entire yeah, thing, which techno. is pretty delightful. <laughs> it's it's so electronic, and she's running, and she's got her cool pink hair with her black streaks and her nose ring. And she's her got like a metal jacket. collar of some yeah. kind on, yeah. Oh, it is just like a weird strip of metal around her neck. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty prominent. And she's doing a pretty good job of running. Yeah, yeah, she does pretty good. She also gets caught by these cultists and, like, starts fighting them off a little bit. You know, blocks a dagger, kicks one of them. That's all good. She does get stabbed, though. It's unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, it's how these things go, unfortunately. Yeah. And she says something as she's dying, which is, from beneath you it devours. Which is something I feel like I've heard before. Which, I mean, they're gonna say it a lot of times. And that makes me wonder if maybe you did watch more than one of no, these? No, 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 no. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I haven't seen any of this before. I can promise you that. I'm wondering if I picked it up from the Buffy fandom in any way. Like, is this going to recur outside of this episode or is it just this? Oh, no. It's going to recur outside this right. episode. So I think I have heard that as like maybe yeah, I read that's... it on the subreddit somewhere, you know? That's true. Yeah. Anyway, Buffy turns out is sleeping in Joyce's room now, question mark? No, that was definitely Buffy's room. Okay. I'm I'm positive that was Buffy's room. Okay, good. Because that would be been soup's weird. weird. Yeah. I mean, Willow's out of the house. No one's in Buffy's or no one's in Joyce's room anymore. But like, does anyone want to be in there? That's where Tara God, no. died. Oh, it's where so many people die. Right. All of the people who live there die. It's not good times, man. Yeah. So Buffy's having question mark prophecy dreams. Mm-hmm. Which are always fun. Yeah. Like she's seeing something that seems to have some truth to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when's the last time she had a po- prophecy dream? Like season four? Yes, for going to college. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, because she had, prof- well, sort of prophecy dreams when her roommate was sucking the life energy out of her. Sort of like just half remembered, half shredded memories. Yeah. Right? And then, I mean, like, restless. An episode oh, of yes, prophecy of course. dreams. Sorry, I forgot about <laughs> restless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not in a bad way. I just forgot about it. But yes, very strong prophecy dreams there. Yeah. So yeah. Season four, probably. Probably. They're overdue. Hey, we got some prophecy dreams going going on. Excellent. Yo, those those cultists must must do a lot of cardio. A lot of cardio. There's so much running. (laughs) They gotta run down these girls. Oh my goodness, yeah. That's the thing, yeah. And in those heavy robes too, man. That's gonna chafe, you know? You gotta get that liquid bandage, gotta put it on the nips. Otherwise, it's just gonna be chafe city. I think you can, like, put some just normal band-aids, like, if you can't get your hands on liquid bandage. That'd be fine too. Just something to prevent chafage. Yeah. That's important stuff for those cultists. Yeah, and the robes are like heavy and scratchy too, right? No, no, no. That's it's bad a, times. It's bad. Yeah. Bad so entirely. <laughs> so we have this from beneath you, it devours. 
And then mm-hmm. we basically cut to ground rumbling. Something's right. beneath the ground. And then there's a really bad effect. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Michaela, do you want to call this bad? Because I feel like we can reserve in this episode <laughs> what we consider a bad effect. Okay. So I had a very visceral reaction to how bad this effect was. And it's then I very think... tremors. Let me say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole premise of the it's demon tremors. is just tremors, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. so. I haven't even seen tremors, but I fucking know what tremors is. Right? It's big, creepy worm things that I suspect. Not a giant snake. Not a giant snake. Not a giant so, snake. this is the thing. Last episode, <laughs> I said to you that I may have lied to you. Yeah, no, the, these words came back to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Is there a giant fucking snake? So then... What it comes Slightly down to is like, different. how different is a giant worm really right? than a giant snake? <laughs> I would say not meaningfully, probably. And you're right to be questioning whether or not you had lied to me by saying there were no giant snakes in this season. Like, it really did make me feel like I lied to you. <laughs> I think that's pretty valid. Yeah. Yeah. I would class this in with giant snakes, certainly. Man, fingers crossed for no robots. I just Holy don't have any faith Jesus. at all anymore. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so that's yes, fine, though. This effect is bad. There will be worse. And Spike is crazy in the basement. He's talking to a rat. Mad pistache. Mad pistache. Like, that's he's what like we were saying last time. The most pistache right now. Mm-hmm. But I've got some questions about how crazy he really is. Okay. Because, like, he seems to be able to put a bit of a lid on it. Right. So this... <laughs> so let's let's jump ahead a little bit and just say yeah. that Spike will, will come back later in this episode. Like, not even that much later, really. Like Very halfway soon. Through? Yeah. Very soon. And he will be normal, right? Totally His hair normal. has been cut. It's been re-dyed. Yeah. It is all, like, gelled like again. Like, looks He's like wearing a, a nice blue shirt. This and when blue this happened, shirt. Right, I've got, like, new shirt, blue shirt, if we want to talk about that. Yeah. And you've got so blue. I also, like, hate that it's three-quarter sleeved, because I feel oh, like it man. makes him look like a child. But anyway, I love it. Love three-quarter <laughs> sleeves. Best, best sleeve cut. It's a terrible length. Whoa. Okay, I'm looking down at my sleeves right now and feeling pretty bad about myself. Thanks for that. I have never seen you wearing three-quarter length sleeves. No, I wear full-length sleeves, but I'm too tall, so I have to roll them up so they don't look short. That's fine. Rolled up sleeves are fine. A shirt that is a three-quarter length shirt is not okay. What? (laughs) These are strange rules. I can't parse them. Anyway, right. Spike is here, and he shows up, and he's like, hey, Buffy, I'm sexy and British. Can't you tell from my British accent? Yep, normal British Spike. (laughs) You're like, oh my goodness, this is an illusion Spike. Some sort of illusory Spike. And I was like, only Buffy can see him. But then everyone (laughs) could see him, and I was like... It's an mm. illusion of, it's a mass hallucination. And then it's like, no, it's the normal spike. Yeah. He just, he put a lid on the crazy. And I, wh- what? Yeah. So. What? I feel like they try to explain it away at the end when he's like got his bright blue shirt and he's like talking about his costume. He tried to, to have a costume and then that didn't work. Yeah. But, but like, but like, like how clothes, crazy. As much as Kingsman wants it to be true. Clothes yeah. don't make it make man. man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like, you can't, you can't (laughs) fucking put a shirt on and then say goodbye to all of your mental health problems. Well, this is just the thing. And, like, again, I think Angel was crazy for, like, 80 years after he got his soul. Or at very least was just, like, lurking around eating some rats, you know? And Spike seems to have gotten over this, like, sort of? 
immediately. But, what? Yeah, <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I'm so confused by this episode. And yeah. like up to the last minute, I was thinking maybe this is still an illusory spike. <laughs> otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Because there's suspension of disbelief. And then there's this. Yeah. There's something very unsettling about Spike's presence throughout the episode. Because you're just like, aren't you crazy, though? And like, are you, Spike? <laughs> What's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sure. We got so some of sure. that happening. Currently, he's crazy and he hears this rumbling. And I thought that was related to him being not crazy anymore. But no. <laughs> I mean... Like, so we've got all this rumbling, you know, it's spooky, and you're like, oh, did they finally put a subway in Sunnydale? (laughs) (laughs) The old Sunnydale Sunnydale subway. subway. Could you even imagine? (laughs) That would be delightful. If there was a subway out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh, man. That would be so much worse than that random theme park. I'm going to say it. (laughs) Yes. Like, Worse than the dam. Worse than the dam, worse than the theme park. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for sure. That would be the worst public's work project to hit this very small town, right? They've talked a few times about how small it is. Yeah. Very. All right. So Buffy's first day of school, work, whatever. So cute. It is cute. They're all driving to work or to school in Xander's car because, you know, Buffy and Don don't have one. And Xander reveals himself to be the oldest of olds when he talks about how lucky the kids will be to have Buffy looking out for him because they're about the same age, right? We're Uh -uh. still young. And I'm like, oh, no, Xander. Oh, you're (laughs) so old. No. So Buffy's what? 21? She was 16, now plus 6. 20, yeah, 22-ish. Okay, yeah. Maybe 21, yeah. So, but like, yeah, she's on average six years older than these students. Right. So yeah, I mean, as far as teachers go, she's going to be the youngest person there. Certainly, but like, do youths care about that? No, she's still fucking super old, man. Yeah, no, she's still super old, yeah. She's old and gross and no one cares. (laughs) Dawn? initially seems like kind of excited that Buffy's gonna be (laughs) at the school and then she's like but never talk to me which you're like okay yeah no that makes a lot more sense that Dawn would not want to be seen with you because you're so old a lot more sense yeah of course and goddamn, Michaela Uh Xander's like and then after your first day goes swimmingly we can go hit up the bronze and I'm like the bronze (laughs) you're going to the bronze still you've been going there for six years straight it is so lame The youngest of high school kids and earlier go there, man. And like at this point, Buffy, like Buffy can't go there anymore. What if she sees some of her students there? Right. She That's not okay. That's, yeah. And she's going to be drinking. Like. (laughs) Like they need to build a new bar in Sunnydale for people who are not in high school. They have at least two demon bars and they don't have a single other human <sighs> bar? It's it's insanity. Oh, God. All right. So, yeah, Buffy walks in. She's got her first day outfit on, Aww. which is looking pretty nice. Yeah, no, I like this shirt. It's a little messed up in, by her uh, purse strap in mm-hmm. your picture, but it's just like a nice, normal yeah, white, nice white shirt. nice white shirt. Yeah. Looking good for her first day. Yo, she's got her own desk. She's crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... 
Is that the definition crushing of crushing it? it? I'm really concerned about your working environments now. I used to not have a desk. Do you um, like have to first... work up to uh, to a real desk? person? Yeah, like the scientists oh, had desks. I did not have a desk. It was mm. deskless. Yeah. No, so. I, I got a desk and then traded yeah, it away well. for a standing desk. That's because you're a super fancy pants. I we am get fancy. It. Oh, I learned a new phrase about this, which is admittedly very outdated and quite British, perhaps. But uh, when whenever you're saying something like, oh, aren't you a fancy pants? You can instead say, well, look at you with your matching shoes, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I just love so much. Oh, yeah, I know. That's good. Yeah. I'm so enchanted oh, by it. Look yeah. at you with your matching shoes. So yes, yeah, so I've got matching shoes and a desk. Oh boy, you do. Oh boy. Principal Wood shows up. We need to have a deep cut counter for this season. Oh my god. Because we are fucking two for two, my friend. Yeah, okay. Buffy says some things to Principal Wood here. Like, <laughs> dropping a fluty reference on him. Right? Which is A, s- deep as hell. And B, Woo! super dark. He yeah, got like, eaten. Eaten. Like, when you... when. Principal Wood is talking about how the kids are going to eat he, eat him alive. It's a joke, Buffy. He doesn't want to be reminded of student cannibalism. But this is the thing, right? Like, does Buffy have social skills? No. She is dysfunctional in some yeah, way. Yeah, right? Like... She seems to be incapable of filtering these things that, like, she's not supposed to say in front of people when, like, this is her first day on the job with her new boss. And she's fucking dropping, like, oh, the principal got eaten when I was at school. No, Buffy! That was pretty recent, Yeah. yeah! Everyone fucking remembers, man! It was horrific! So many teachers died. He's read all the files all the fucking files man it's not oh god it's not hard (laughs) principal wood is still charming all over the place and ignoring buffy's nonsense i've got a picture of him Mm -hmm. casual place to rest this elbow dot png (laughs) it's a rest his elbow but yes i see how the t turned into a rest this anyways and i say that because so he's got his elbow up on the corner of Buffy's little, like, cubicle wall. Uh-huh. And his hand is just casually in the shot. Right. The ring on that hand. If it's not magical in some way, I don't even know what's going on. Ridiculous. It's gold it. with a giant ruby in it. Like, fantastic. So- in a way, like, I think it might be a football ring. Right. I was going to say football. Right? Well, I was going to say class ring, but yeah, right. football ring would be the same that, sort that of thing. That sort of thing. Like, it's just humongous, though. And he's rocking it so hard. My God. I love that D.B. Woodside is credited as Miles Wood as D.B. Woodside. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. No, he's he's bringing his own authentic charm to this. It's great. He's a delightful man. He's also touting this line that like, oh, you're so young. The kids are going to love you. You'll fit right in. And I'm like, no, man, she's super weird. She's already known as the crazy guidance counselor who busted into Don's class on the first day, started yelling about nothing and then left awkwardly without even getting her weird sister out of there. <laughs> So, number one, you're super right. She 100% did that, and everyone knows about it because, you know, students talk about shit like that. Number two, Principal Wood is a principal Mm -hmm. and is therefore very out of touch with the youths. (laughs) And, like, of course he thinks that Buffy's going to be able to connect with them because she's young. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
I mean, listen, all of this aside, right? Because Buffy decides as her very first act as an employed person, she's found her desk. She's left some things there. What's the logical thing to do? Lurk in the basement. Immediately leave, go to the basement and try to find Spike. And like on one hand, right? I understand because you saw Spike down here. He was acting pretty weird and you want to know if he's still a a vampire in the basement, right? That's bad. On the other hand- That's bad for the students, yeah. You haven't been at your- You've- You've never sat down at your desk. Correct. And this is the first thing you do? Do you want to be fired? Presumably she doesn't spend the entire day in the basement, right? No, no, no. No, I'm sure she doesn't. But But it's so weird to have that be the first thing. Right? Like, maybe wait for lunch or something. (laughs) When you get a break. HR's probably going to be coming around here and try and get you to sign some forms. Oh, such forms. They're going to be like, where's the new employee into Principal Wood's office? And he'll be like, I just left her. What do you mean she's gone? I have to imagine for some reason that Buffy just like doesn't have a social security number. Oh no. And no, I know what you're no. thinking. She worked at the DMP. Did they, they give care. a fuck about no, no, that no. thing? They don't care no, at all. No, 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 I'll, no. No, no, Sorry, Manny the manager takes no. social security very seriously. Right. He would actually. Yeah, Shit. there's no way anything okay. like that's getting past him. Yeah, no. So she must have one. You're right. I think it's here that we take our first break. Go into a cool. segment. Michaela, let's go into... My favorite things. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Oh, raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Right, and this week on My Favorite Things, we're looking at our favorite subreddit. Oh, interesting. I'll go first. I've got one prepared. I'm sure you Good. do as well. Yep. Mine you is r slash children falling over. <laughs> in fact, I'm uh, going to have a uh, link in the show notes to a gif, one of the top gifs from this entire subreddit, which yeah. is a child disappearing into just a webbing, uh, like a, a multi-layered web <laughs> of these things um, in like a children's jungle gym, right? So yeah, okay, you, yeah, you get a children's jungle gym and it's got like, I don't know, cross-hatched webbing sort of thing. I'll send you the, the gif. <laughs> and this, this ch- child like tries to get up there and uh, he does and then he immediately uh. falls over and then just disappears into darkness. It's like, it's like there was no child anymore. <laughs> And it's just glorious. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, no. I don't even know how to, like, describe this, right? It's like it's like loose weave trampoline sort and, of like, thing. But this he just fits through all of it, you know? <laughs> it's so dark at the bottom that oh, you God. can't see where it ends. It tumbles forever. <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> and he is gone. Uh, Can you yeah. imagine? Uh, this kid's perspective because like uh, <laughs> he's getting caught uh, imagine you're falling out of a tree right yeah and you, you hit every branch on the every way down every branch but the yeah, branches are nice all. and springy and your body is nice and resilient because you're a child yeah oh, so he's fine gift. I'm oh. sure this child is fine <laughs> Michaela, do you have a favorite subreddit to share with us? Yeah, I mean, I have several. It really depends what mood I'm in. I'm going to go for r slash A-T-B-G-E. 
which stands for awful taste, but great execution. Oh, have you ever been to this subreddit? I have not. I'm loading it up now. Let's go for, because uh, this is traditionally top where you go time. for top of all time. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good God, the reverse centaur. No, don't like that. That's recent. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a hippo car. Everything <laughs> is just, it's so horrible, but it's done so well. <laughs> the 90s in one bitchin' tattoo might go yes. in the show notes, where it's Bart Simpson, but his eyes and up is just replaced by the weird S thing that you draw in your notebook, uh, and yeah, then it's when topped off a, with his hair, youth. but yeah. it's a tattoo. Uh, Good God. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow velvet mercedes yep. oh no oh man yep a lot of the tattoos are per- particularly bad just because they're so permanent and they're so questionable <laughs> oh oh do you see the wrench that looks like a creepy little hand maybe wrench is the wrong word oh good god oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's an adjustable wrench and it looks like uh, a little hand <laughs> It's so scary. Oh, oh I hate it. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, there's and some the, good beards yeah. here where, like, yep. the beard is just such a bad idea, but it's so well executed. Shit. Oh, man. That's a, that's a solid subreddit for us. <laughs> oh, no, that crocheted baby. Oh, no. It's such... It's the thing of nightmares. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. Well... That's a, that's a delight. Uh, what's happening back in Buffy land? <laughs> Who cares? I'm looking at these gifts and <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'll tell you what's happening. We get our brief England scene, right? Oh, Willow's coming Casa back to Sunny. Tony. Yeah. Casa de Tony. Man, if you tell me you were pouring one out for Tony here, I'll be so sad. We're absolutely not. That would Thank be God. fucking insane. It'd be crazy, yeah. right? I'm, I am 85% sure he's going to be in the last episode of this show. You would fucking hope so. I mean, he'll either be in the last episode of this show or dead, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think either one of those is pretty acceptable. Like leaving him here is unacceptable. It's insane. There is this small chance. Cause like maybe they just can't get him, you know? At this point they had enough warning that it would be the last episode of this show yeah. that, you know, you, you can make things happen. Okay, Michaela, this episode doesn't do a lot, but it does introduce us to a new character. This poor little puppy. Ooh. Uh, well, I was thinking of Nancy. And <laughs> the Michaela, puppy's owner. Never have I been so horribly wrong about a character because oh. I see this woman walking her dog after Dark sure. and Sunny D. Right? It's bad times for Nancy. Absolutely. I, I get really excited because we haven't seen a rando Sunny Doovian eat it in quite a while. That is correct. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sick. This is promising. You know, her dog gets eaten by this tremor thing. I'm like, sick. Yeah. Okay, it's dragging her back down towards the hole. Awesome. She runs into Xander uh, as she's running away. And I'm like, what's all this? And then she's there in Buffy's house. And I'm like, oh, this is a character. Oh, no. <laughs> I was very wrong. It's fine. Like, you were disappointed that she survived, is what I'm hearing. We haven't seen a random Sunny Doovian eat it in so long, man. You're you're not wrong. You're, like, but at the same time, we did have to watch a poor little puppy die. Yeah, but it's like a weird small dog. I don't really care about it. Whoa! 
You're coming out against dogs. Okay. I'm coming I hear out you. against small dogs. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Small dogs no, are fucking yeah, you're worst. You're a dog hater. That's fine. All right. Sure. I'll take that stance <laughs> on this podcast. Fuck dogs, <laughs> oh, man. No. Dogs are the worst. Oh. Uh, well, I'm here to say that I love all animals, listeners. Yeah, we'll see about that. Start filling oh, no. your apartment with animals. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's such a weird game of chicken to play you know i love this this <laughs> raccoon and i are friends now but like for you to be playing this game with me you then have to get a raccoon oh yeah right I like it's not easy for you animals to fill your yeah. apartment with yeah yeah huh. see how you like it all right <laughs> So we are introduced to Nancy. She's quite pretty. Xander was just talking about how horrible and dateless he is. And look at this pretty lady. I gave her a red alert. Ooh, I think that's Uh, that's pretty warranted. We haven't had one in a while. So Nancy's sort of thrust headlong into this group of weirdos, right? For poor Nancy. Holy crap. She's just there while all of their nonsense drama is happening around her. It's a lot of nonsense drama, too. It's not a small amount (laughs) that she is being subjected to. It's so much. Jesus Christ. And, like, it's not just this scene. No, 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 no. 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 So, yeah, happy to see Nancy in this... I'm a, I'm sort of getting the feeling that there might be a relationship here. Although, Teeks did spoil some character death for me, and it happens, like, pretty early in Season 7, and I don't know when, but it's of natural causes, and it might be Nancy, and that'd be kind of fun. Who knows, man? Who knows? So maybe she dies in, like, two episodes. Maybe they have some sort of Xander-Nancy relationship here, and if that's the case, Xander is very much the one who is reaching. Oh, for sure. Nancy's a smoke show. No doubt about it. I've never heard the term smoke show before. That's good. (laughs) Hi there, folks. Dave from the future here. Michaela just ran into a spot of mic issues. She is back in about a minute and a half. Unfortunately, we lost a little bit of her audio including what the definition of a smoke show is. But until then, you get more of what you love. Me, minute and a half, then Michaela's back. All right, back to the show. So, Spike shows up, and Don's like, Oh, hey, Spike, you're around again. And Buffy's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw him in the school. He was crazy in the basement. And Don's like, The hell, Buffy? The hell you saw Spike, your rapist in the basement, and didn't tell anyone? And I'm like, So we need another fucking episode where Buffy learns to value Don? Are you shitting me? Buffy doesn't tell anyone anything, and that includes her sister, who she has several times learned the lesson that Dawn is valuable and worth talking to. And this is another instance where Buffy has forgotten that lesson entirely. Buffy's dumb. That's fine. Buffy and Spike do the thing where they walk five feet away and then have a private conversation where no one can hear them. If you want my honest read on this episode, like, as I was experiencing it, I was like, oh, is this what I thought they were going to do with Dawn, where, like, she was around and it was ominous because it's dramatic irony, like, the the audience knows things that the characters don't know. Like, oh, am I supposed to be feeling more tense here? How's this going? And then, like, that's just slowly diffused because it's not touched at all because they didn't intend for that to happen, and I was just, like, slowly let down through the rest of the episode is what happened. Yeah, that's that's all that's going on. So, yeah, we got this whole... 
Buffy and Spike thing happening. They're going to investigate where this crazy worm popped up and tried to eat Nancy, whatever. And they're talking about things. Spike isn't mentioning the soul thing yet, basically. Spike's, uh, Spike's pretty inscrutable this episode. I couldn't screw him ever. If we try to explain all of Spike's nonsense away by just saying, he's crazy, mm-hmm. that still doesn't work. It doesn't. Because he's still not crazy. Right? He's like, still so sane until like, something doesn't. happens later on in the episode. And like, even after that point, when he's giving his crazy speech, right like in the middle, he has a line that is so self-aware. It's very lucid, yeah. And so lucid. And you're like, so are you crazy? I don't know. I will admit to a mea culpa at this instance. I glossed right over your picture PJs all day, which I even have notes about. Yeah, no, let's hit it. Buffy and Dawn are wearing PJs all day, every day. It looks like Buffy has come home and changed into negligee. Right? This is quite the lacy, sort of sheer top. And it's a tank top. It's very negligee material. Yeah. Yeah, incredibly. I saw this and I was like, oh, can't, nope, nope, can't look at that. And then Dawn also has like a very PJ-esque shirt, but it's more like... Just, you know, your button-up, long-sleeved PJ shirt. Right. And it'd be, it's a bit more form-fitting than you'd want as an actual pajama top. But otherwise, it looks very (laughs) pajama-esque. Yeah. Like, like if that was her pajamas, I would be like, oh, I think you needed to get bigger pajamas. But that would be my only problem with it. Buffy's also got, like, a wacky necklace happening. Oh, yeah, this weird, like, cross thing. cross But it's not. It's like a plus. It's like a pointy plus. (laughs) Because it's all across. The old pointy plus. <laughs> the old pointy plus. Showing yeah, and it it's off. Going around her neck a million times on this like oh tiny little little leather string. Yeah. yeah. So Xander lacks game, but he doesn't lack for tenacity. He wanders into Nancy's apartment building unasked, and I'm like, you leave that shit at the doorstep, man. Right? Like, when he this just is goes not where in. Where you go? <laughs> no. And you're just like, why is she letting him in here? Right? Like. Close the door in his face. You don't know this man. No, he's weird. He's crazy. Get him out of here. Yeah. Okay. There's some more rumbling and then like tremors worm starts happening. It goes up under the building and then the worst effect of the episode (laughs) does happen as we get some like truly 60 era shit when the (laughs) giant worm comes up. It looks very Dune-esque, right? Or Tremors-esque. It's got the weird segmented mouth and all the teeth in there and it's and they're all ah and it's all and they're ah and that. And then it goes away? Yeah. Well, they're they're up some steps. Yeah. How can you get them? They're up steps. This is the thing. Like, does Nancy live in an apartment building? Shouldn't she just go up to her apartment and never leave? She definitely lives in an apartment building. Right? And up some stairs. Just any amount of stairs. That's this thing's weakness. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, what a shite weakness. But yes, you're (laughs) completely right. Two stairs. Oh, this thing's fucked. Oh, man. So Nancy brings up very naturally her crazy ex, Ronnie. (laughs) Ronnie would love this. (laughs) So natural. Who's Ronnie, Xander might ask. (laughs) Oh, who indeed, says Nancy. (laughs) So her crazy ex. Oh, so crazy. They broke up. He was, you know, abusive and weird and gross. And she may have wished for something to happen to him. Uh Uh-oh. Wait, wish? She made Uh a wish to someone she doesn't know? Xander is suspicious before this happens, (laughs) I will point out. He's, He's really on the ball here. 
And yeah, he should be looking for connections. But yeah, he's like, oh, good God. And we cut straight to the bronze. Oh, that flippiest of hair. I've got flippy out hair. You've got the flippiest of hair. It is so flippy. It's delightful. Anya's got a new haircut and it flips way the hell out. And she's got them hoops. Damn hoops. Hoops, hoops, hoops. And these lapels or the collar on her shirt is what's happening? Well, the the whole look is very sort of 60s-ish. Mm. I think maybe 70s. There, some other era. And like th- this dress that she's got on mm. sort of fits with this flippy hair, in my opinion. It's a very high neck, the dress. <laughs> So Anya's trying to get some random woman to wish for bad things to happen to her ex. It's going normal vengeance demon style, you know how it does, until Xander and co. wander in to confront her. Womp womp. Yeah, they just bust on in and I, like, I just feel like, again, everyone in Sunnydale, like, these things happen in the bronze all the time. (laughs) Why is anyone still going there? Right, like... They'll just pretend like Sunnydale is such a normal place. Some people have pretty weird skin conditions, but that's fine. (laughs) Oh, yes. Couple things to love about this scene. First one, Anya has a slogan for her business, which is, You wish it, I dish it. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's very catchy, right? Classic. Classic Anya. And then Nancy's looking around being like, Wait, have all of you slept together? (laughs) And someone says something defensive about not everyone, and Xander and Spike share the most awkward look. Oh and it's my great. god. That look. I mean, you know that I love the homosexual subtext oh, yeah. between Xander and Spike, and I just died. <laughs> so good. It's very oh good. Oh my god. They're just and both so awkward. And Spike's yeah. crazy question mark, but he's still sane know. enough to be awkward about this. About this thing that maybe hasn't happened, but, like, I'm less sure than I was before. <laughs> that's true, actually, yeah. Right? Maybe like, something has about? happened there. Mm. Mm. And that's why Xander hates him so much. Of course. Oh, yeah. man. So, yes, Anya cottons on to Spike's shiny new soul. She doesn't say this word soul, though, but they do start mm. fighting. Yeah. I sort of like this idea that she looks into his eyes. Oh, I love it. And can see it. Well, they're the gateway and... to the soul, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he like he doesn't want anyone to know. He no. very much is like, oh, no, let's get out of here when he realizes what she's figured out. Yep. And then he starts fighting her to keep her from talking. Yeah. So he just, he just you know, punches a woman in the face. <laughs> like, again, from the perspective of the people in the bronze. Yeah. A group from the of perspective people come of in. Nancy. She doesn't <laughs> yeah, know Nancy. shit. <laughs> no. And all she knows is like this guy that Buffy used to date who also has had sex with this woman has now punched this woman in the face oh boy yeah (laughs) yeah yep so she runs away because that makes a lot of sense she does indeed i think this is a good time to come into our second segment of the evening polititalk 69 now it's time for new believable people and we must do it if we don't control insiders this will be over and over 
Oh boy, I don't know that we want to turn this into a political podcast. We're just catching up on news, and Michaela, we are a Canadian podcast, homegrown. Sure are. And we have a lot of American listeners and listeners elsewhere, and I think it's important for us to catch them up on what's been happening over in Canada. Oh, I see. So just a just a quick recap. The the thing that I'm most concerned about by far recently is uh, in Vancouver, the CFO of Huawei, the Chinese phone manufacturer and right. electronics manufacturer was arrested. Uh, this is one Meng Wanzhou. Wanzhou? I don't know. Anyway, CFO of Chinese technology giant Huawei. She was arrested because Huawei has done business with Iran, which is sanctioned by the US and the US has an extradition treaty with Canada. So she was arrested to be extradited, is currently out on bail. I mean, Trump has made this obviously better, right mm. by by saying things and he's actually implied that it is it was politically motivated and not like you know following up on a criminal proceeding which is bad uh and it says really bad things about how the u.s perceives sovereignty of other nations and how canada is willing to follow up on that because she did not commit any crimes and the company has not committed any crimes in china right but because she was flying through a place that has an extradition treaty with america which thinks she has committed some well her company has done something they consider illegal uh, anyway it's it's not great i i don't 100 percent love it i mean obviously this makes it harder for canadian to go to China or any of its allies, which I would love to say included the entire world, but don't. And two Canadians have now been detained in China on essentially not trumped up charges, but charges that probably would not have been levied had this not happened. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's Canada for you, right? It's, that's problematic to say the least. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you have a different take on that than I do, or if this has no. been something like in your mind at all. I don't know. No, no, it hasn't. Have you been ke keeping up with any Canadian politics that I don't know about? Because I don't follow anything. No, not really. Mm. Jay True do anything funny recently? He's always good for a lark. <laughs> uh, I mean, he might have. I just feel like even though we are not the United States, so much of our media spends its time reporting on the United States. Yeah. Not that I blame them, right? Because they are in competition <laughs> and with... we don't do the... interesting things, typically. Well, this is the other thing, is like, the things happening in Canada are, yeah, not interesting comparatively. They're on a smaller scale, let's say. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, now, Canada's... Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting country. I quite like it. But, you know, uh, while we are somewhat of a world player, we are also quite small in in terms of yeah. population compared to a lot of other countries and uh yeah we do uh we do small things you know I, i'm pull, pulled up the cbc website and i love this because semi drivers start letter writing campaign for mandatory <laughs> federal training that's the sort of thing that i expect from canada yeah. news right yeah no like i'm thinking i go to the cbc website and there's like a confused moose that's yeah that's that's the sort of thing happens. i anticipate seeing right cheaper data only plans are on the way says the crtc <laughs> our um communications governing board justin trudeau is talking about how our robust credit ratings should calm unease about federal deficits and like i lost interest in that sentence halfway through and that's yeah the headline, i don't even know what man. you what you said it's the yeah. fucking headline god yeah. damn 
I have to, I don't know much about the CRTC. I mean, I know kind of what they do and everything, but my impression is that they're not doing that great of a job because (laughs) of, you know, the stranglehold that the major companies that we have in this country for things like phone and internet uh, have over us. Man, whenever I see Americans complaining about their phone plans and like, I think the internet in general in like rural America, which is a lot more people than Canada has total, like internet and rural america is terrible from what i understand very monopoly heavy and i actually have options for internet but um in general like the phone plans and a lot of the internet caps are so ridiculously high in america compared to us yeah yeah well and i mean that's the thing you have to compare like large metropolitan areas with one another and like what sort of things services you can get there canada's not doing great crtc uh thumbs down on that governing Thumbs body down. yeah, yeah. anyway sure. all right so what else we got happening in this episode um more fighting right. nancy running away nancy's run up run away ronnie's chasing her ronnie her ex-boyfriend who's been transformed into this demon by anya who yeah. you know took some creative liberties in interpreting the wish that nancy made that's not quite a worm that ronnie's well, been this turned is, into yeah this is the thing too is you know nancy's here and she's like i never wished for this and anya says something to the effect of you knew what you were getting yourself into <laughs> that is so untrue right but anya's purposely lying because yeah. she is behind on her like chaos quota right <laughs> and she's not, she's not being doing a good crazy job. enough. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to like really up the antics to be taken seriously as a vengeance demon. So she's taking her liberties where she can. Yeah. So it's a worm-ish. Oh, same phylum, I think is what she says. <laughs> So Nancy's getting away. Ronnie's chasing her. She starts going up a fire escape ladder and Ronnie starts like pounding the foundations of this building to shake the ladder loose, which sure would probably work. Why not? Who who cares? Uh, yeah, doesn't Buffy's matter. sick rope swing <laughs> from fucking nowhere to catch nowhere. Nancy as she falls. Uh, Where did she find this rope? How did she calculate so these things? It's crazy. Right? It's great. I love it. She's a superhero. <laughs> She yeah. doesn't need to do any of these things. She's got it on lock. Yo, swing in there, Buffy. Do it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Xander's been left behind in the bronze to try to talk to Anya and get her to turn Ronnie back into a human. Or like, yeah, yeah reverse this spell. Because it's wackier than intended, I think. So Anya makes a, a big deal about how, you know, she doesn't, she shouldn't reverse the spell because it's going to be very bad news for her. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me wonder, I mean, what does that entail? Like, this never really comes up in this episode anyways, but reversing a wish sounds like it would take more juice than the wish in the first place. I also interpreted it as they, you know, de Hoffren would be mad at her. No, no, he's going to be pissed. And I think that's what the real cost yeah. of this is. Yes, it takes more energy out of her to reverse the wish, but like de Hoffren going to be really be mad. mad. Yeah. I mean, she's like doing the opposite of her job at that point. Exactly. Yeah. And... <laughs> This is like a blood pact, probably, that she has entered into in some way. It's not going to be great. No. Yeah. So, right. Everyone's fighting this snake demon. Spike is getting in on the action. He's getting real hyped up to fight this thing. He picks up a spiky piece of metal and he starts charging this worm. And boom, right at that moment, Xander has apparently convinced Anya to reverse the spell. And he stabs Ronnie, which is very, very painful in the brain region. So his chip still works, Mm -hmm. which honestly, I was having trouble remembering. (laughs) 
Because this is the thing, like, he wanted to be returned to his former self, and I guess all that meant was soul. soul But, like, honestly, it could have been both. Sure. And, like, in a way, I feel like the writers could have done themselves a favor by making it both. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he can still fight Buffy, as we saw, because, you know, soul sunburn, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's still a thing. Definitely still. Still around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, apart from the big old headache Spike gets, he also, it turns out he was hanging on by a thread mm-hmm. and is no longer hanging on to anything. Yeah, that sanity is whoop, long gone. Long gone indeed. He starts going crazy and runs away as Buffy uses her cell phone to call an ambulance. We're just, we gotta give it up for Buffy here, man. Man, like she's using a cell phone, <laughs> calling an ambulance. These are not things we're used to in this show. Not at all. On you a quick time to see the effects of her spell reversal or the first effect because again she'll be punished for this later probably and Buffy goes off to find Spike who is hiding in a church and is super crazy his costume didn't work yeah so I mean we don't I I have very few notes about this oh yeah I have like nothing so the crux of it Mm -hmm. is that he went away to get this soul mm-hmm. because that's what he thought Buffy wanted. Yes. And that's the only way that he can be what Buffy deserves. Yes. And it takes him a long time to say all of that. <laughs> he's making like, there's some weird engine metaphor where sure. he's talking about a spark. Yeah, there's a lot and, of like, spark. So Buffy has no idea what's going on. As until the viewer. He, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But until he's like, Angel should have warned me, then she puts it together. Because honestly, before that, she had nothing to go off of. Can we just talk about how weird it is to do something like this for someone? Like, what in Buffy's shoes? Like, someone has gone through all of this because they think they're in love with you? Like, what? What the fuck do you do with that? That... That is weird information, man. It it really is. It's a lot, right? Like, that's sort of a lot for someone to put on you. Yeah, it's crazy. And so maybe that's part of why Spike didn't want to tell her. Mm, it's a lot to put on someone, man. Yeah. Buffy does not know what to do with this because who would? And then hu- Spike hugs a crucifix and that's how we end the episode. And I'm like, did I miss some things? Because I've got like uh, half the normal number of notes. And I'm like, what? Did did it happen? Is that... Was this a shorter episode than normal? Is, I thought we were like 15 minutes into this thing. What's going on? I need, I've got questions and no answers. Zero answers. I do want to say that Spike says Angel didn't warn him or should have warned him. And, like, that's a load of shit. Because... Spike, like, mocked Angel so much for getting his soul back. Yeah, and then Evil Angel complained constantly about how he had a soul and how terrible it was. It's true, yeah. So it's it's garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Spike didn't necessarily see, like, truly crazy Angel that much. I don't know. Yeah. Did he? I forget what the timeline was, because there was, like, a time where Spike was in fucking China and Angel maybe had his soul back and right but he was hiding it from them because they would probably have killed him but then later in america angel was like super crazy at eating rats on the street until he saw buffy yeah so i don't really know how the crazy progression Uh, 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 happened there yeah that's a good question friend i'm thinking that might not have been canon the whole angel having a soul at that time I don't, I don't know. You think maybe it's sort of a 
one of those things they like to just kind of pop in afterwards. Yeah. Or maybe, I wouldn't put it past them. Maybe we have the timeline wrong. Like, I'm not sure we're 100% on that. Who knows? Anyway. That's, yeah. Anyway. It, yeah. That's our episode. Michaela, do you like this episode? I just, I mean, again, nothing happens. Nothing goes on. No. <laughs> An impressive amount of nothing. But like you said, I didn't have a bad time. Right? It's just like the the aggregator has this list of forgotten episodes. And I'm yeah, expecting this, this to be yeah. up at the top. Yeah. So the, the one thing I will say about it is that this scene at the end with Spike and this monologue, I guess it is is very memorable. Marsters does a great job with it. He's given a lot of dialogue to wade through and he does his best. Yeah. And like there there are there's some cool lighting. Yeah. And he, I mean yeah, he's doing a great job and then the shot right at the end when he's laying on the cross is it's powerful in a way where I don't really get what they were going for, yeah. but it it's like a very it's a visual that stays with you someone i feel like they penned this episode and they were like oh, oh my great work is complete and i watch it and i'm <laughs> like i don't understand what you're doing here but i understand that you've put a lot of work into it so yeah. i'll applaud it <laughs> yep and like it just it just feels more like i expect a buffy episode to feel definitely even though it has a lot of problems that we've been over. It just feels like Buffy in the way that it didn't last season. Moment to moment, it's tripping. Like it's it's quick. It's uh it's witty. It is energetic generally up until this last monologue in a way that feels very like motivated and fast. And yeah, I think that's a, a really good feeling for a Buffy episode to have. And in a way, it's sort of a monster of the week, right? <sighs> like there's a demon. They don't know about it. They don't have to do any research. Ronnie's so. basically not a going concern, I would say. This is true. I would say yeah. this episode introduces Nancy and it shows that Spike has his soul back. That's like your 10 second fucking summary of this episode. Do you want to know whether or not we're going to see Nancy again? No. Okay. Of course we're going to see Nancy again. What are you talking about? <laughs> What, what sort of fucking question is that? <laughs> it would be insane if we didn't see Nancy again. At, after the end of the episode, when her boyfriend gets turned back into himself and stabbed by the people that were protecting her, and, like, she's literally seen magic happen at this point. Yeah, that'd be super crazy <laughs> if she never came back. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Okay, now I do want to know. Yeah, does Nancy <laughs> not come back? Are we pulling no! one out? No more Nancy. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> then what You're... does this episode do? You're so much more mad about this than I thought you would be. <laughs> because it does two things. It introduces mm. Nancy as part of the season seven cast. And it Incorrect. shows that Spike has a soul. It does minor things with Anya. Yeah. And that's it. So when you tell... What do you mean Nancy doesn't come back? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no more Nancy. Nancy's a one-shot character. She's gone. How? Who? Pour one out for old Nancy. <laughs> I am affronted. I just can't wrap my head around that. It's so dumb. I don't care that she got her boyfriend back in large quotes. He was horrible and she hated him. Sure, like there's latent feelings and whatever. No, I don't. Like she's not going back to her boyfriend. No. She's seen that these people that she's been spending this evening with 
like are surrounded by insanity and violence and like death. (laughs) Why would she want to hang out with them? Because they're the best shot she has. What are you talking about? They saved her multiple times in a single night. And she wants to go back to before when she could pretend that none of this shit was real. Because that's what she was doing. She learned that magic is real and she's not interested? She's gonna forget about it. What? (laughs) I'm so disappointed in this episode. What do you... Ah... Oh, boy. So this is entirely summarizable as Spike gets his soul. Or sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Buffy finds out that Spike got his soul back and Anya is in trouble at work, which is no different from last episode when she was underperforming. I would say that underperforming and reversing a wish are not on the same level. I would say that if the next episode started out with us being like, oh, Anya's in trouble because she's been doing poorly at work, I wouldn't think anything different of it. I would be like, yeah, makes sense. You know what? She's in a lot of trouble. She hasn't been performing. I don't think they needed this episode. (laughs) No. To do that. No, No, they don't need it to do that. Wow, this episode gets a downgrade (laughs) by far. Holy (laughs) Jesus. Do you not hate this episode in retrospect? (laughs) I... Like, moment to moment, again, it's good. I I just don't have, like... I guess I just don't have, like, a strong negative feeling from it. Like, I didn't have a horrible time while watching it. And so that makes it okay. And since... Since it's so forgettable, like, I don't... I'm not going to spend any time thinking about it going forward. Man, they don't know how to fill 22 episodes. All right. <laughs> well, we talked about that for a while. Um, Best outfit from the episode. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I mean, Principal Wood's ring is tempting me. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Good. Is that an entire outfit? No. So I think I'm going to go Anya yeah. with her, her flippy hair and her... God, we haven't seen hoops in so long. Them hoops. And I did like her dress. Like, when you see the whole thing, it's it's nice. All right. Michaela, you'll be very <laughs> excited to know that there is a Taylor Kingston review for this episode. Teeks. Teeks, teeks, teeks. It's, it's got that spark of madness to it that we really can't capture. Oh, thank God. I We've just... We've, we're nothing without Teeks. I'll say it now. So this is four years old. So this is one of the earlier ones. Shit. So we don't even have a ratings book in this one. It's it's that old. I'm, but my goodness. What would Teeks have called this? That's the question, isn't it? <laughs> the, you will never guess. You, <laughs> never in a bazillion years... Will you get the actual wording of this correct? Uh, but take a I mean, couple stabs. I, I gotta take some stabs, right? I have no choice. Okay, the one with... Like, what do I think Teeks thinks this episode is about? The one where they find out Spike has a soul. No, a completely wrong okay. plot thread. Okay, the one where... <laughs> The one with the boyfriend turned into a demon. Right plot thread, very wrong wording. One more try. <laughs> Man. It's a, the one with, if that helps. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that might just hinder, in fact. Who knows? The one with... Oh, jeez. Oh, man, I got nothing. The one with the thing from underneath. Oh, that's... No! <laughs> yeah, that's not even the right wording. It's not. Teeks. It's not. Like, no one... Uh, 
And that's why in a bazillion years, you would never have guessed it. I would I, now never have used the word underneath. That is correct. Yeah. I love this episode, oh. writes Teeks. It's so good. Yeah. In this episode, great. something is coming up from underneath the ground and eating things. Oh. Period. Like yeah. dogs. Period. We don't know what it is. Another period. <laughs> Spike comes back to help and he finally redyed his hair. Like, thank God. And actually, sorry, no. Let me read another sentence. Roots coming through, comma, not good. Thank God, Teeks. Oh. You focused on the right thing about Spike, which is not that he's his suddenly hair. sane. It's that his no. hair is fixed. Because, I mean, his hair did look pretty dumb last episode. Don threatens that if he touches Buffy, she's gonna set him on fire whilst he's sleeping. Scary. Uh. And, okay, that's a detail that happens, yes. Spike tries to apologize to Buffy, but she doesn't really want to hear it. Eventually, we find out the, that the thing that ate the dog, comma, was Anya's doing. She turned a girl's boyfriend into a giant worm demon, and that's what's doing <laughs> oh, yeah. all of the damage. At the oh, end of the episode, cheeks. Buffy finds out that Spike has a soul, which changes everything. <laughs> Like, okay, this is the shit, right? Like, we would yes. never end a review on which changes which everything. Which changes everything. <laughs> but it oh, does. Michaela, it's beautiful. it changes everything. Oh, my God. <sighs> you know, and like, just dropping in that, not ever naming Nancy, but dropping her in there. overall i give this episode a nine out of ten oh my god i love that fucking review so much i should have read this and realized nancy was never named and thus not actually a character Mm. but it seems so insane for them to set up a love interest for xander episode two and then never come back to her she's got a (laughs) real reason to come back she's got several well, oh. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that it's not going to happen. The show decided to go in a different direction with that one. Maybe they just didn't like the actress. Oh, you don't man. know. All right. Maybe she was a nightmare to work with. So that's that's one of the Tops Teeks reviews. Man, oh, it feels so that good to beautiful. have it back. Jesus. Right? We missed it so Which much. It changes and like, everything. Like, you're going to start just... hearing those words from me so constantly now. Yeah. Oh, that changed everything. Michaela, what's coming up <laughs> next episode? We didn't pick a winner. Oh, fuck, winner. That's because no one won. Yeah. Um, Xander, obviously. What? You think Xander wins? Xander gets hit on by this hot girl? That's true. She is hot. Immediately after complaining that he isn't getting any dating action, like, he might have some latent wish energy. This is true, because, like, she's very much, like, at one point says, I am hitting on you. Yeah. And, like, is fully going to go out with Xander. Isn't that just everyone's dream? The other person makes the first move and does it very confidently? Everything's easy? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it is everyone's dream. You're right. Okay, sure. Xander wins. Absolutely. He did did nothing. And, yeah, just, oh, things just mostly were working out great for him. Yeah, pretty much. I guess. Till the end there. Next time. What's coming up next, you may say. I do say. What's coming up next, Michaela? Episode is called Same Time, Same Place. Same Buffy Channel. Wait, no, that's a different thing. Okay, from this point, I'm going to guess one thing. We're starting off with a random teenaged girl getting chased down by some (laughs) cultists and stabbed. 
thing number Possible. two that I'll guess, I have no idea, no clue what's going to happen. What's what's left to resolve? I guess this whole soul thing, but does that relate Willow. to... Willow. Oh, of course. Willow's coming back. She's on that plane. It's Willow. Thank God, yeah. Yeah. Same time, same Yeah, place. she was on her way to the airport. Mm. The only scene that she and Giles had this episode. Yeah, criminal. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, again, you can skip this episode. Sure, but we didn't. We didn't. We did it, and we had fun with it, damn it. And next episode, we'll have some Willow times, and that'll be nice to have more of the gang back together. Maybe they'll figure out something to do with the rest of the cast. Who knows? Until then, our listeners can always find us via email, beyondvenue.hellmeth at gmail.com. All of our pictures are up on Facebook. The show notes are in the show notes, and I hope you know where to find those. They're on SoundCloud or, like, in your podcast reader, whatever. And if you want to reach out to us personally, you can hit us up on Caffeine, which is like Twitch, but on steroids. Oh, I get it. I'm on there at None Afternoon. Michaela? I'm on there at Coffee is Love, Coffee is Life. And make sure to hashtag all of those welcome to the Hellmouth so we know you came from the show. And until next time, farewell from the the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.